judgment, and his, his ways past finding out. Unsearchable. Unsearchable. He's searching our hearts minute by minute, second by second, trying to cleanse us, trying to purify us, trying to make us into what he would have us to be. Constantly. He never, never, ever stops. Never gives up. Never gives up on you. Never gives up on me. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful for how he just continued to work because there are days when it's just so hard to just continue to believe. 18, if I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I wake, I am still with you. And when, when our sister was singing uh, the song, In the Morning When I Rise, Give Me Jesus. That's where you want to be. You know, I mentioned last week that it, it, it's so great. It's such, such a blessing to wake up and those new mercies are sprinkled all over your pillow. That's awesome. He didn't have to do it, but he does it. His mercies are new every morning. That's a a great God. That's amazing. Because when we laid our heads on the pillow, our thoughts were not of him. Some of us. Yet, those mercies are new every morning. Praise God. Verse 19, oh, that you should, you would slay the wicked, oh God, depart from me, therefore you bloodthirsty men. That's our world. That's our world. These bloodthirsty mankind is out there uh, convincing us that join our ranks and this will be a better world. We all need to just get along. We all just need to coexist. If you do things this way, so they're out to destroy everything of the God. And, and we'll talk about that in a couple more verses. That I just want to touch on that. But right now, um, depart from me, you evildoers, for I will keep the commandments of my God. Isaiah eleven four says, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breast of his lips he shall slay the wicked. With just the breath of his, of his lips, he will slay the, the wicked. And, but we want to be righteous. He's going to judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek, those who have strength under authority. He's going to judge that, not us. We can't. We can't. Because it says, basically, be careful how you judge because you're going to be judged by the same measuring stick. There's a danger in that. Because we can very easily spot the sin in your life, and we can have the very same sin, and we're blind to it. The very same. Yeah, but at least I'm not as sinful as him or her. The thing is, we quantify sin. God does not. We want to measure it, and that's why we like the law. The law allows me to measure myself against you and you and you. And now I'm not going to measure down. I'm not going to measure up. Excuse me. I'm going to measure down. Measure up. Up, up, up. Now you're measuring yourself on the horizontal with Christ, not vertically with man. And you're not going to measure up. But that's not where we want to be. I want to measure down so that way I'm superior to you. 
that superiority complex would get us in a whole heap of trouble. We're seeing it today. For they speak against you, verse 20, for they speak against you wickedly, your enemies take your name in vain. Uh, Jude 15 says, to execute judgment on all, to convict all who are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have committed in an ungodly way, and of all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Do I not hate them, O Lord, who hate you? This is David. And do I not loathe those who rise up against you? We cannot allow ourselves to be neutral or join forces with those uh, who hate our God. Just remember, this world has an agenda. And they would like for us to accept it as being normal. It's not normal. Not normal. We know that. And your word tells us that. Do not join forces. Do not make an allowance, alliance with them. Because that's what they want to do. They want to convince us that this is normal. You guys are too... You're walking through life with blinders on. You don't have a loving heart because you don't want to accept us in our alternate lifestyle. You don't want to accept us for the things that we do because you're going by what the Bible says. There's nothing better than that. That's what we need to go by. I'm not going to say have to. You've got a choice. That's what we need to go by, what the Bible says. And look around us and see all the things that are happening. And make sure you understand what is really going on around you. Make sure you do your homework before you speak out about all the stuff that's going on. Make sure you dig in and find out. Study to show yourself approved. And if you've got questions about what this, this person is saying or that group is saying, go to the Bible. What's the Word of God saying? And any time you get away from this, which is truth, to your opinion, let it go, folks. We want to argue. We want to express our opinion of something. So what you're saying, if you start to argue an opinion, is I'm going to change your mind, and the other person is saying the same thing. There's a stalemate. Who wins? I'm arguing about my opinion. I got away from the truth of what the Word of God says. Don't do it. It's a lost cause. We can't afford to be neutral. We can't afford to join forces. We can't, 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 can't. Because we're going to end up buying in and we're just going to be another appendage that's added to that monster. And the larger that monster gets, the more it's going to want to control us as Christians. We want to abolish the family life, family structure, as it began in the book of Genesis. We want to destroy that. We want to tear all that down and come back and rebuild on do what you like, with whom you like. Doesn't really matter. Shouldn't matter as long as you love one another. Now the word love comes into question here. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. The word of God says, be anxious for nothing but everything through prayer and supplication. 
We have to acknowledge that. We have to. Not an option, my friends. We have to. Try me and know my anxieties. Psalm 26.2 says, Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my mind and my heart. So when we talk about getting to the heart of the matter, literally, that's what we need to be. Because I can, I can go through the motions of being a faithful man. You can go through the motions of being a faithful woman. But when it starts to try your heart, yep, it's a real deal. Can't fool it. You can fool me. Can't fool God. You can convince me that you love the Lord. You can convince me that you're saved. You can convince me that you're a Christian. God's a whole lot smarter than Richard. I can tell you that right now. A whole lot. Actually, that doesn't even that doesn't really take a lot, but that's another story. Job uh, thirty-one six. Let me be weighed on honest scales that God may know my integrity. Integrity, honest, I can trust you. Uh, let me be weighed on honest scales. And the reference here is the fact that uh, this didn't happen back then, but it happens now where the person that's selling the goods, you know, behind, they put the little the thumb on the uh, scales there and uh, collect a couple more shekels, you know, and that's really what it was all about, the filthy lucre. So they would do that. There was no integrity, but the person that was buying didn't always see that. And sometimes they got found out, and that was the end of that, but that's what happens even today, how he's, 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 uh, he's testing us. And it says, let me be weighed on honest scales. No, no thumb on the back of the scale. Honest scales, just the stuff as it really is. I want to be weighed. I want integrity. You want integrity. You want to be trusted. You want to know that you are living. You're not just talking the word of God. You're not just hearing the word of God. You're not just shouting the word of God. You're living the word of God. That's what integrity comes in. I can trust you. I can believe you. If you say that you're honestly seeking the Lord, you're seeking his face, I can trust that. And it's not about pleasing me. It's about pleasing God. But as one of his children, I want to know that there's at least one other saint that I can stand beside when we're looking at him face to face. I want to know that you're going to be right there beside me. I want to know that. And I can say with, with certainty, as best I can as a humankind, that this person is going to be standing right next to me, looking on right in his face. I want to be able to say that that's integrity, my friends. Verse 24, and then we'll wrap it. And see if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Psalm 5, 8, lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before my face. When we're seeking his face, we want our way to be straight. We, want, we, we don't want any crookedness. We don't want any hidden agenda. We don't want any anxieties. Your, your ways, make your way straight in my face. Psalm 143, 10, Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Your spirit is good. Lead me in the land of uprightness, 
That's where we want to be. We want to be upright. I'm seeking your face, and I'm doing everything that I can possibly do with my human limitations, seeking you as my God. I want to seek your face. I want to be able to live up to these uh, three uh, conditions that you've given us. I want to be able to pray. I want to be able to seek your face. I want to be able to turn from uh, my wicked ways. And I'm looking forward to the day when me meeting those three conditions, those four conditions rather, will allow me to live out the true meaning of what you, what you granted us, what you're going to grant us, especially healing our land. I told you last week in closing, our land is sick. Our land is hurting. Our land is torn. Our land has fallen. And it doesn't mean that he's going to give us an opportunity to repair it. He's given us an opportunity to go out and reach one person. Lead them to the cross. That's what he's asking. You know, just like he sent the disciples out, again, he's sending us out. He has sent us out. Can we be about our father's business? Yes. Will we be about our father's business? It's up to you, ladies and gentlemen. You got a choice. Choose this day who you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Uh, and, and I just want to go back and, and, and just, you know, this song that, that the Lord put on our sister's heart tonight, Give Me Jesus, and he knows our rising. He knows the times that we're alone are when we are really being who we really are. I can be something else around you. I can be... I don't know, I can be a lot of things. I have been a lot of things around you. I can pretend to be something that I'm not around you. When I'm alone, I want you to give me Jesus. I want him to give me himself because that's when I'm really being true to what I really am. When you're alone, when I come to die, give me Jesus. You can have all this world Give me Jesus. Father, we just thank you for how you blessed us. I thank you for every sister, brother who's here tonight, and even those among the sound, of, especially those who are among the sound of my voice, Father. I just pray that you would just continue to pour out your blessing on us, Father, well beyond measure. Are we worthy? No. Are you sovereign? Yes. We know that, Father, and we, we rely on that. So uh, have your way in our lives. I pray that um, if there's anyone here tonight who does not know you as their Lord and Savior, I pray that tonight will be the night of salvation, Father. And I pray if, if when they do come forward that they will receive you, Father, and it will be a permanent lifestyle change, not just emotions, not just uh, doing it because I want to impress the people who are here, but because I really love you and I want to devote my life to you. So I thank you for that, Father. I thank you for uh, just giving them the heart to come out tonight to hear you use this old vessel. And I just pray that, as always, that if I said one thing that encouraged one person here tonight or, or one person in the sound of my voice, that 
I would be mindful of, of you receiving the glory, Father. Nothing that I did or said. I just do what you asked me to do, and I pray that you would get the increase. So have your way in our lives this day and forevermore. In the name of Jesus, our soon returning King, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you guys. Thank you for coming out. And uh, just continue to, to pray. Just continue to seek his face. Continue to turn from our wicked ways. And uh, he'll hear from heaven, and he will heal our land. I'm certain of that. He's shown us in so many ways that he loves us, and he can't help it. He loves you, and he can't do anything about it, and you can't do anything about it. So just allow him to love you. And I feel the same way. I love you guys, and you can't stop me. So there. God bless you guys.